0: The Jordan 4 is my favorite Jordan silhouette of all time. So let's talk about it this week on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear. This is your host, Matt Freites, the Iceman, Matty Ice, whatever it is you want to call me. I am just, as always, happy that you are here listening to this show and giving me just a little bit of your day, no matter when it is that you listen and no matter how that it is that you listen. I hope that this finds everybody well. Last week, I talked about a few topics that I wanted to get back into, and it really leads to this week's topic, as I said at the top of the show. But the main topic for last week was talking about the legacy of Jerry Lorenzo, all the stuff with fear of God all the announcements that have come out even since that episode aired, about all the Adidas collaborations that he's doing and everything. And there's honestly a lot of talk and a lot of hype about whether it's all worth the wait, things like that. I still contend that you need to see this vision out because everything that he has done has had a purpose. Everything that he has done has been under the vision that he has. It's very clear that he sees this going a certain direction and he is going to be uncompromising in the way that he gets to the end of that vision. And I don't think that he sees Dollar signs and he sees placating sneaker culture as paramount in getting to that end goal for him. I think that he is going to do whatever feels artistically right and whatever is selling, and that's what he's going to do. I also talked about a couple of other shoes that had been coming out, one that was coming out, and one that we heard an announcement about. And two weeks ago, I talked about social media, and I talked about how we end up knowing when shoes are going to come out way too often. One of the shoes that was announced last week was the OG Military Jordan 4s, and I believe that I made a comment in that episode last week about the fact that I didn't see the Nike SB Pine Greens as one of the best Jordan fours of all time. A lot of people have been putting that shoe up on the Pantheon, up on a pedestal. And I just, while it is fire, don't see it in terms of that. And I got some comments about that and I decided, you know what? I need to put my money where my mouth is and I need to talk about the Jordan 4. We need to go back to a little bit of an old school flavor of this show. When we first brought this show back, I was doing sneaker stories and I wanted to get into sneaker history. Even as recently as the Jordan 3 reimagined, I gave you a little bit of a history lesson or what is a very brief history lesson about the Jordan 3 and how it really saved Jordan brand. It kept Michael Jordan at the company even after the hit that was the Air Jordan 1. Well, the Air Jordan 4 came right after that, and at this point in Jordan brand's history, things were really solidified. Michael Jordan was the face of Nike by that point because the Jordan 3 kept him at the company with the new Jumpman logo, and the Air Jordan 4 really just built upon that. If you look at the Jordan 4, in my opinion, it doesn't look a lot like the Jordan 3. There are certain similarities, but one of the things that I appreciate about the Jordan 4 so much is that it took a couple of risks, and it certainly has its own aesthetic. There are portions of it that just are unique to a lot of shoes that have come out since and certainly were unique at the time, and I'm talking about those Wings logos, the cages on the side, the beautiful heel tab with the pull tab that kind of stuck up. Raise your hand if you have ever had your Achilles or your ankle cut by that. I'm sure anybody who has worn the real plastic OG heel tab, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And then the lace locks with the waffles at the top. Those are very, very unique to the Jordan 4. I also believe that the tongue is very unique, but the big tongue that sticks up was really the Jordan 3s thing, and the Jordan 4 just built up on that. But one of the things I love about the Jordan 4 so much is it looks so 80s. No matter when it has been made and no matter how long it will be around, it will always look very 80s, but yet somehow it still can work with so many outfits. But like I complained about last week, Jordan 4 retros can be some of the most uncomfortable retros. And so I am very excited about the Military 4s because I definitely appreciate the OG colorways that came out of the Jordan 4. The OGs are usually some of the best. And while we get retros of those, and lately we have been getting reimagined retros of those, one of the biggest complaints that I have and will continue to have until they fix this problem is that they are not very comfortable. And so it is difficult for me to get super excited about about a Jordan 4 retro when I know that when I buy them, I'm not going to be able to wear them as often as I would like. The Pine Green SB Jordan 4s did something right in that they catered to skateboard culture. And I think that that's a great thing because one of the biggest aspects of a shoe that is needed in skateboard culture is comfort and padding. And coming along with that, in my opinion, ends up being long term comfort because a lot of people who are heavy skateboarders are going to be skateboarding for long periods of time, especially if you're somebody that is in skateboard competitions. If you are a competitor in a skateboard competition, you're going to need a shoe that is going to last you, that you feel comfortable in. Because one of the aspects of any type of sport that involves your feet or heavily involves your feet is you don't want your feet to be a distraction. When I was a marathon runner, the shoes that I would wear had to be perfect. Perfect for my shoes and for what I was doing. I didn't want to have to worry about my feet hurting and I didn't want to have to worry about my feet being on my mind as I tried to execute my plan out on the roads or out on the paths. And as a skateboarder, I would imagine it is the same thing. And so when Nike and Jordan Brand got together with a lot of these skateboarders to create this Pine Green SB, they put a lot of the materials and quality and comfort and padding into it to make it basically akin to a skateboarding shoe. So not only does it have the fire aesthetic outside, it's got all the functionality to go with it. And until Jordan Bread does something about it, I'm just going to continue to complain. But one of the things that I think people forget is I think that we become very much prisoner in the moment. We are always thinking about the shoe that has come out right just now as some of the best. Recency bias is always going to be a part of anything that we do because we always want to compare what we see in front of us right now to everything that has come before us. But I think we need to take a step back sometimes. Whenever a shoe comes out that is super, super fire and super, super hype, we need to remove ourselves from the hype part of it because I think the hype a lot of times dictates how people feel about something right now and we lose that perspective about everything that has come before it and you have to really have that perspective so if you are looking at the pine greens and subjectively you feel that they are a top five colorway that's subjective of course anybody can have that opinion But if you have that opinion and you're not comparing it to the others that have come before it, there is a long lineage of Jordan 4s that have come out that have really just amazed everybody along the way. From its advent in 1989 all the way up until now, we're talking almost 40 years of history, the Jordan 4 has had so many colorways that have broken sneaker culture and so many colorways that I think a lot of people forget about. Every episode, whenever we talk about the past, I talk about the fact that sneaker culture is really split into people who are new and people who are old. People like me who have been in the game a little bit less time, but being somebody who is older, I'm going to go back to try and appreciate all of the history that has come up until now. Because for the most part, I was alive during all of this. Actually, I was alive for a lot of it. So I was alive when all this was happening and I need to remain respectful of all of that history. Even if I wasn't buying Jordans in the 80s and 90s, and even the 2000s, it doesn't mean that I can't go back and try and learn everything that I can. I'm not an OG in this game. I did not sit outside. I have not been to a sneaker release in person before, and I probably never will because now sneaker culture has moved forward. And we're gonna talk about that in the next couple of weeks, where I think sneaker culture is headed. But today we're focused on the Jordan 4. So here are the pine greens. And if you're thinking about them in a vacuum, you're doing it wrong. So I went to the internet to try and find all of the most quote unquote popular Jordan 4s ever. One of the things about going to the internet to find this is you're going to find subjective lists. A lot of times though, these lists will share similarities because I think there are just unquestionable great Jordan 4s that not many people are going to disagree with. I think if you're creating a top 10 or let's say a top 20 list, you're probably going to have a lot of the same Jordan 4s on this list, no matter where it is that you find this list. What is subjective about it is when you're putting them in some type of an order. I'm not necessarily giving you a top five here, but I want to go over some of them and sort of compare them to the things that are coming out now. Because the military 4s that are coming out to me are one of the best Jordan 4s of all time. And let's compare them to a lot of the things that have come out. So let's just go down the line. I I think anytime a Jordan 4 comes out that is not one of the OG colorways, you really cannot compare it to the best of all time. All of the OG colorways are better than just about every Jordan 4 that has come out in my lifetime. The black and reds, the fire reds, the military blues, and the white cements. Now, I appreciate their place in history and I do think that they are the four best colorways of the Jordan 4 just because they're the OG. They're what started it all and really that's what you're building upon. But if I'm being perfectly honest, the white cement and the fire red are two shoes that I just cannot personally pull off. Many many times when you get a white shoe it's very difficult to pull off especially if you're somebody like me who doesn't wear a lot of bright colors. But I feel like the fire red is a fire shoe, the colorway is certainly good. just doesn't fit my wardrobe the white cement I like a lot better but again a white shoe is tough to pull off I have to admit though my friend AJ and then shout out to AJ if you are listening he's the guy who went to flight club with me back in 2018 when we were in New York and we decided to take that long trip to flight club I can't remember where we were we were probably in Times Square and we took the long walk and he's the guy when we walked in there we were just blown away by everything that was there and I remember that day buying two shoes and the two shoes that I bought I realize now I probably probably. probably way overpaid for. Maybe not the Dunk High Lumberjacks because Dunks obviously blow up after that, but the other shoe, which was a Jordan 312 High, definitely overpaid for it. AJ walked out with a pair of the White Cement Jordan 4s, and every time I think about it, I regret not knowing more about sneakers in that moment, because had I known more going into that, I would have spent my money a lot differently. And if I had a real OG pair of the white cements, even if they were the 2016 release, doesn't matter. That's something that you want to have in your collection. And you know what? I might actually feel differently about them today, but it is what it is. So when you're going down the line and you're trying to find more of the Jordan 4s, again, a lot of these lists are subjective. So when I created this list to try to find as many of the most popular Jordan 4s as I could, I used AI to try to find it because as we all know, if you've ever used AI, it is searching all different different things to try to come up with its answer. And so in my mind, it is using objectivity to try to find the information for me. So let's go down the list a little bit. The Military 4s are obviously one of the OG colorways, but if there's one colorway of the Jordan 4 that I put really, really high, almost above some of the OG colorways, it is the Cool Gray 4s. Now, those originally released in 2004. For context, I was a junior at Virginia Tech, so I wasn't even out of college yet. I didn't even know sneakers really existed in this way. I was not tuned in, but I have a retail pair of the 2019 release of the Cool Grays, I absolutely love those shoes. And while they are not suede, and while they're not premium, they feel it to me for some reason. There's something about the gray color, the hue of it, and mixed with that yellow. I just love that because it adds a little bit of a pop. It doesn't have to be a lot in order to be effective. The white, the black, the gray, and that little hint of yellow really make a huge difference. And if you're feeling really bold about yourself, you can put yellow laces in that and forget it. I will never get rid of that pair. I wear it a couple times a year because I like to keep it pristine. I'm one of those people who likes to wear his shoes, but I love those damn things so much. And I just can't put a shoe like the Nike SB above it. But the military blues though, those actually can be a direct competitor. That's a really, really tough one. I know that I said white shoes can be tough for me, but the blue on the military blues went out. So if I had to pick the military blues or the cool grays, man, that's a toss up and it depends on the day for me, but I do love the cool grays. Moving down the line, 1999, the Oreos. Now what makes the Oreos so special to me, and a lot of people will like to compare them to the black cats, which we're gonna get to, but it's that premium leather. And then of course you get almost like the white cement look on there on the midsole, but it's the premium leather. The premium leather sets it apart. And that's sometimes what the Jordan 4 is not very prevalent. Usually the OG colorways, of course, will have leather, but a lot of times when they retro them, you don't get the premium materials. And then of course you get that suede or that new buck. It's not even suede. I think it's called Durabuck. To me, it's not very good. I think I mentioned that last week talking about the reimagined four, that if they put leather on it, it would take it to a new level. And I think sometimes when you get a shoe like the Oreos, that sets it apart because of the fact that it's quality. It's different. When you look at it, it is a little bit jarring because you're used to seeing those OG colorways with all of the not quality materials And here you go, you're getting that great, great black leather and it just sets it apart. What do I like better, the Military Blues or the Oreos? I have to go Military Blues here. Oreos, to me, feel very much like a black Air Force One, and I think it's the leather. I appreciate it, its quality. On my body, sometimes it doesn't work, and so I generally will go with the Military Blues. In that same vein, though, the same year were the Colombias. The Colombias and the Military Blues are very, very similar. They really only differ in two ways. Of course, the blue is a little bit different, and again, the Colombias with that premium leather when I see these and I see this leather, for some reason to me, it feels a little bit more wearable, a little bit more palatable. But one of the things that sets the military blues apart is the gray. I don't even want to call it suede, but it's like a gray again, like Dura suede or whatever you want to call it. That is around the mudguard. I absolutely love that. And that really sets it apart because you get sort of a three tone look to the military blues. The blue is also not a dark blue like the Columbia is, And so that to me makes it feel very much more subtle. The Columbia's are amazing though I can only imagine what those felt like in hand in 1999 and this is another shoe that if it actually retro if they gave it today's aesthetic quality materials that would be an absolutely quality shoe and I think that would actually almost have to be a must cop but if I have to pick one I'm gonna pick the military blues over that. Moving down the list, this is actually releasing a little bit later this year. They're finally retroing this, and this is the Thunder. They did the Lightning in 2021. Love the Lightning. We'll get to that a little bit later. But the Thunder, black with hints of yellow. Now, this is very similar to me to the breads or the Black Cements, whatever you wanna call those, whatever name it is that you are used to calling those in your sneaker kingdom. And one of the things about the Thunders, though, is to me, they feel very plain. And I appreciate where they are. But to me, again, they don't stand out enough For me to put them over the military fours because they're just black with a hit of yellow. And we've seen the red thunder. So you can redo those in just about any color that you want. And that kind of takes away from how special they are. Just my opinion. I know that they have the military blacks, but the military blacks to me don't have the same feel. It didn't look quite the same to me. But something about the thunders just doesn't do it for me in comparing it to the military fours. And so I have to give the nod to the military blue. Now, this one I think is something that is forgotten for a lot of people because I don't see them reps very often and I don't see a lot of on-feet pics of these. This is one of my regrets if I'm ever gonna go out there and say a pair that I wish that I still had. When I first got into the culture and I started buying used shoes, I bought a pair of the Toro Bravo Jordan Force. So this was in 2018. So they were a five-year-old used pair. They definitely had some wear on them, but they were still very wearable, had a lot of life in them. I had them for about a year, year and a half and sold them for more than I paid for them, I really wish I still had them. That red, even though the materials are not very good, it's funny because they're made very similar to the cool grays, I'm pretty sure that that leather is supposed to be very similar. They did not have that softness that the cool grays have to them. But that red, the red just popped so much. I loved wearing them so much and I really wish that I still had a pair because there was something about them. Whenever I had them on, I knew that people noticed them because of just how red they were. Everything worked about them. I miss those shoes. If I have to compare them to the Military Blues, I'm giving it to the Toro Bravos all day, all night. I wish I still had them. If anybody knows where you can get a size 12 for a reasonable price, please let me know, hit me up, and I'll give you the information to do that later. Man, I love the Toro Bravos. Pure Money in 2006. These were in all white Jordan 4. And again, when you get into all white territory, it's tough for people with big feet. At least it is for me. Good materials on these. It's obviously a very, very good look. That hits of silver. It's a nice looking shoe, but I could not pull it off because of just how white it is. If I'm giving the nod to one of them, it's got to be the military fours, even though the pure monies are great. Now, this one is interesting. The Doran Beckers is 2011. Any Doran Becker shoe to me is not really easy to compare to anything else. And the Doran Becker series, which I did an episode on way back in probably November, is just a different beast entirely. The point of it is different than anything that we do in sneaker culture. It's for those kids, the kids have that design, everything behind it, all the emotion, the disease that they're trying to get over, their life has been altered and this is just a life changing experience for them. And so what they are designing is not for us. Much like I talked about air, This is not for us, it is for them. And Nike sells them and profits go to Doernbecher Hospital and that's all great. But at sneaker culture, sometimes I feel like we forget what that whole endeavor is about. And so while I like one more than the other, I think the Doernbechers are amazing. And I know some people will say they haven't aged very well They're made by a kid. If you have a pair of those and you're wearing them out, I mean, good for you because you were able to get them. I personally don't believe they should retro them again. And I can't remember if I said that or not in that episode, but again, they're so special. The meaning is so unique to those kids. I don't want them to be exploited and be seen as a commodity that can benefit Nike. It's about those kids. And so I'm not gonna compare them, but I wanted to bring them up here because they are considered one of the best Jordan 4s of all time. But let's move to another one that we can compare, and that is the Fears from 2013. I know that these have a very sacred space for a lot of people, and they definitely are unique. But again, much like the Thunders, they don't do enough for me to pop on a list. They're cool and all, but I just don't see them as being that unique. I mean, they don't have a design that is eye-popping. It's different shades of dark colors, and I understand the aesthetic of it, but to me, it doesn't stand out if you put that shoe in the middle of a ton of Jordan 4s and somebody who doesn't know anything about Jordan 4s walked in there, I'm not sure that they would pick that out of a lineup. So if I have to give the nod here, it's gonna to be to the Military Blues. And then we get to some of the more recent ones. I talked about the Lightning, which of course they re-released that in 2021. The Yellow, something about Yellow just does it for me apparently. And that's a shoe that I tried for, I didn't get, and man, the price is good enough that I probably could pull the trigger on GOAT. I think it's under 400 bucks. It's a tough pill to swallow though for Jordan 4s. Again, that comfort factor really changes a lot of things. Thankfully, there are good reps of it if I did wanna go that route in order to wear them. I'm not sure what I'll do. But this is a really, really tough call because if you're comparing the Military 4s, an OG colorway, to the Lightning, which is such a unique colorway, yellow shoes that pop, how do you pick one? If I had to pick based off of a bunch of different factors, I think it would be a toss-up, but I think the toss-up that really counts here is wearability. How often could I wear the bright yellow Lightnings? As much as I would love to have a pair, and as much as I think that I would wear them all the time, which one would I be able to wear more often? would definitely be the Military Blues. I actually used to own the Motorsports Blues. I really liked those a lot. I sold those because the quality wasn't as good as I thought that they would be. And I was honestly cashing in on Jordans being very expensive at the time. But the Military 4s, there's just something about them. I could wear them probably every single day with just about every single outfit. Couldn't say that about the Lightning. So I'm gonna give the nod to the Military 4s here. Before we get into some of the designer ones or ones that I think are very very unique let's talk about the black cats for a second. I did say that the Oreos didn't do a whole lot for me despite the fact that I do recognize just how amazing that they are. The black cats though are a different story actually you could make the pun that they're a different cat entirely. They're made very similar to the cool greys very similar to the Toro Bravos very similar somewhat to the black cements but there's something about them just like the cool greys that stands out. That material is very soft all the black kits it doesn't come off as an all black shoe the way that the all-black Air Force One does. That's a widely panned and made fun of shoe. The black cats, though, are just... There's something about them, and I don't know how to describe it. All those blacks hit a little bit different because you got the softness of the materials. Then, of course, you got the cage, the shininess of the wings and the waffles, and that's just very, very different. And when those re-released, I want to say it was like 2020 or 2019. I can't remember which. Probably 2020. They sold out, but a lot of people really didn't respect them, in my opinion. And now, when you look at the price of them, you're just... It's eye-popping because you think, man, really? That's how much I'd have to pay to get a pair of Black Cat 4s? That's a regrettable sleep that I had. I did not go out for them because I didn't see it at the time. And just like everything, when you get more information, you get better perspective, you gotta go back and rethink your stances on things. And I know that I didn't give it enough love and I probably should have. That's something I'm gonna cop to right now. If I had to pick Military 4s or Black Cats, ooh, that's a tough one. I love the Black Cement so much They were my favorite Jordan 4 of all time. It's hard to pass on those, but honestly, I think the Black Cats I'd have to go with over the Military 4s, because I just think that, again, they go with a lot of different things, but they're fire. They kind of elevate everything that they go with, despite the fact that they look so plain to the average person. I love them. And I think that you could do a lot with them. You could do some lace swaps if you wanted to, to give it a little bit of pop. I really think you could go a lot of different ways. And I think that the Black Cements, although they're my favorite, I don't think they have that kind of versatility. And the Military blues, I think, do have versatility here, but a black shoe can go with just about anything. And with a white shoe, even though it's not as white as, say, the white cements, you do have to be a little bit careful where you wear them because they do have a little bit more of a sneaker-ish look. Black cats, though, you can wear with just about any type of pants, any type of outfit, and kind of go anywhere. So I have to give the nod to the black cats. Maybe one day I'll own a pair, just like the Lightning, and we'll see where that goes. So let's get into some of the other ones. And these are some of the more hyped ones because I call them the designer ones because they're either a collaboration with a boutique or they're a collaboration with an artist or an influencer. And let's start off with Off White. You all know that Virgil Abloh, much like Jerry Lorenzo, had his own vision. Rest in peace, Virgil. And Off White was going to do its own thing. And every time they touch a Jordan brand model, they generally tend to do a pretty darn good job. The Jordan 1 was obviously a huge hit. I really like the Jordan 5 a lot. When the Jordan Force came out, this was a woman's only shoe, or that was the idea behind it. And it was in women's sizes, although Men could actually cop a pair of these because they made women's sizes all the way up until I think like 15 or 13 and a half or whatever. But the Off-White 4s are a very unique shoe. They have a very unique aesthetic. The color scheme, it's much like the Black Cats actually, where it's a lot of the same colors, but subtle enough differences and subtle enough material changes that I think that it makes it very, very unique than any other shoe that's out there. It's not a shoe that I could personally pull off, and it's an artistic piece. It really is. I know a lot of people own them. A lot of people can really put together some fire fits with them. I know that I can't, but it's an artistic piece, and if I'm going to give the nod to it, I'm going to give the nod to the Military Blues. I just like them better, but it's hard to deny just how amazing the Off-Whites were. Anybody who owns a pair, I'm sure you love them. I did not go for them. I knew I couldn't style them, but I definitely respect that vision because it's amazing, and I'm glad that the ladies got a little bit of shine with Off-White that was in the Jordan model instead of using one of those weird runners that Virgil did way back in 2018-2019 and now we get to the Union 4s now you got the Guavas and the Noirs the Noirs to me stand out more than the Guavas I know that the Guavas are what a lot of people think are the favorite but that Noir was pretty special and it was a vintage special definitely meant to look like the black and red 4s of course and again those are my favorite but they were different enough and they had the Union aesthetic the uniqueness of a Union release and I did pan what we know now is that no Jordan 1 coming out from Union, I didn't think it was unique enough. The Jordan 4s were unique enough and they definitely stood out from Jordan 4s. They had a different look to them. I love how 90s they were. I love that they took a risk with different materials that you don't see very often on a Jordan 4. And again, that tongue that was sewn down. They had to know that that was going to absolutely send sneaker culture into a frenzy, but it was a nod back to how people used to wear them because inside the tongue of the Jordan 4 has stitched Air Jordan. People wanted that shit out and so they would fold those tongues down in order for people to see it and I think that how many people were panning that it speaks to just how out of touch I think a lot of sneaker people are because they're so much younger than they were before a lot of the people again who are in sneaker culture now Michael Jordan didn't play in their lifetime they don't know anything about that so those little hits of culture the people that are designing them know them but the people that are buying them and wearing them and hyping about them I'm not sure how many of them do and if you do I'm not trying to throw shade at you but I think that the older that we all get in this game, the younger people come in behind us and you're going to lose a lot of that history. You're going to lose a lot of the respect for what came before it. And I think that those unions spoke to a lot of that. And while I don't own a pair and I definitely appreciate them, the Guavas definitely are unique and they are definitely something that stands out in a crowd. But again, pink is a tough color to have all the time. They're very similar to the Lightnings. I think the Noir, especially with those yellow laces on it or those almost orange laces, the gold ones that come with it, that is a firefight. look, but they're just not different enough from the breads, in my opinion. And so I'm going to give the nod to the Military Blues here, just because, again, it's a very classic shoe. It's hard to deny. And those shoes just don't do enough to make them better than that OG colorway. We've got a couple more. So the Cause 4s. There's the black and the grays, of course. The Cause 4s are probably one of the most unique Jordan 4s of all time. I don't think that that's a crazy thought. But the materials and everything about it, it's just so unique. It's an artistic piece, of course. Cause, of course, is an artist. And we know him for a lot of different things and a lot of very unique cartoony aesthetics and the shoes of course had all of that and he has a symbol and everything about it could I actually wear those and are those the kind of shoe that you hype about and would love to have and I would love to know anybody who has ever bought a rep pair of these because I know that they do get made and I know that people are very picky about them when you get them in hand do you find it's difficult to actually wear them because they are just so unique and they don't really fit with a lot of things that people think that they would they look like cool grays but they're not the materials are interesting with all the sweat going down all the way to the outsole I mean it's pretty nuts and it takes a lot of risks and that's why I say it's an artistic piece It belongs in a museum, as Indiana Jones would say, but does it belong on my feet? And would I pick those over the military blues? The answer to that is no, because I just think that they're too unique. I don't actually find them to be as fire as a lot of people do. I just don't think that I see the vision of cause. I don't think that I'm in that demographic of people who get it. And hey, what do you want from me? I'm a little bit older. I don't get it. So I would pick the military blues there. The Levi series, you have the white, you have the blue, you have the black. The whites are definitely the most unique of those. I love those because They're a white shoe, but they're not quite a white shoe. That's a forgotten Jordan 4 series. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think a lot of people talk about them. You certainly don't see a lot of people posting them in their fits. And the whites are just, they're really pristine and I like them a lot. And they would wear, they probably look better when they were worn. That's a tough call. Because I think that the white Levi's could be actually worn with a lot of different things. Because of the white, it kind of makes it less denim looking. So you can get away with it in a lot of different ways. Military 4s, though, I'm going to have to give the nod because they are just so, so unique. And now we get down to it the Pine Green SBs versus the Military 4s. And this is a tough call because if you look at both of them together, you see that there's a lot of similarities. The color blocking is very similar outside of the changes in accent color. The big difference between the two, of course, is that gum outsole and of course, the interior tooling of the Nike SB. And this is where I get to it because obviously i picked the Military Blue over a lot of the ones on this list and maybe you find that blasphemous, but now you come up to this comparison and it's almost like an oranges to oranges comparison or apples to apples or whatever metaphor you want to use for that. But when I really, really stop and think about it, is the Nike SB better than the Military 4? And I've not seen the Nike SB in hand, so I really can't compare personally to that aesthetic. But one of the things that wants me to give the nod to the SB is the tooling, but we're not talking about comfort here. We're talking about aesthetic, and I'm talking about the outside look of it, the design, how it rolls, And honestly, I think that the Pine Green is limited by that gum sole because I think that it makes it look too much like a casual shoe. And the Military 4s just get a little bit of the nod because, again, the colors are much more subtle. Everything about it feels more subtle to me. But one thing I need to do, and maybe we'll do it on the YouTube channel one day, is I'll get a pair of Military 4s and a pair of the Pine Green SBs. And we'll put them together and I will give you my true opinion. Yes, that's what we're going to do. We're going to compare them one day. It's not going to be anytime soon, but we're going to get two pairs and we're going to compare them and I'm going to make that final determination. I am very excited about the military fours. I think that they are a great, great silhouette, a great, great colorway. And I just think that they are a nod to the old days. And maybe that's where I am today. Maybe I'm nostalgic and maybe I'm longing for those old days. And hey, you know what? It is what it is. Release of the week where I like to bring a shoe to you that catches my eye. It's not always going to be hype. Sometimes it will be. It's just a shoe that I think that you should know about. So in my Jordan 4 discussion, I obviously talked about a lot that I liked. One of the colorways that stood out for me that I talked about quite a bit was the Cool Gray 4s. It's one of my favorites. This week on May 4th, you're going to get the Cool Gray Jordan 2. What's so great about this is it is a women's exclusive, so I'm not going to be able to get it because the sizing is women's sizing exclusive. There's something about this with the blue laces that they have on there. Man, it just looks so good cool gray is such a great aesthetic anyway cool gray fours cool gray twos crew gray fives all of them are great and honestly i just think they're a step above a lot of the colorways that we talk about in a lot of these different shoes i think that they stand out they're unique they always look quality they look suave almost they look professional and i love the air jordan too i love the cool gray colorway and this is just a marriage that is 100 perfect so anybody who has those sizes ladies i wish you luck man if you're trying to go out for them i guess good luck to you too i will not be able to get them but that is release of the week for this week. Are you looking forward to the military fours? And if the military fours aren't one of your favorites, what are some of your favorite Jordan fours of all time? Get in touch with the show on Instagram, at firefootwearpod is the handle to do that. I know I have a lot of DMs going with some folks, so hit me up there. The show is on Facebook. Search Fire Footwear a sneaker podcast, to find it on Facebook. On Twitter, there are two handles, at firefootwearpod is the handle for this show. And if you want to find me personally, at MattyIceGreats is the handle to find me on Twitter. YouTube, the link will be in the show notes. Hit subscribe, hit notify, so you know everything that's going on. I'm trying to put out some content as we go along here. There's no regular cadence just yet. Don't worry though, we're going to get there. If you're listening on Apple and Spotify, do not forget to hit follow. Do not forget to hit rate. If you have any questions or comments, firefootwearpod at gmail.com is the email address to do that. We have a new blog now, which you can find on the Matty Ice Media Network page, maddieicemedia.com. It is Footwear Sneaker blog, and it's where I'm gonna put a lot of thoughts that I have on the episodes that are coming out weekly. Last week, I talked about Jerry Lorenzo and some other things, and this week, we're gonna talk about Jordan Fors If you're somebody who likes the written word, go there, seek it out, read it, let me know what you think, and we're just gonna try to keep posting as much content as we can. I hope that this finds everybody well. I hope that this finds everybody safe. I thank you for tuning in this week. We're just gonna continue down this road Given fire content. I hope to create more of a connection with any one of you. Thank you for listening. Welcome to everybody. And I will see you all next week. This is Fire Footwear. opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.